In this episode, we will explore what disability means, different types of disabilities, and how we can improve this world for our most vulnerable community members. Welcome to the Disability and Aged Care podcast, brought to you by LevHelp, where we make person-centered care in a safe, caring environment easily accessible. Caring is our calling. We live to make life less difficult for others. I am Arun Ellis, a registered nurse, educator, and consultant in disability sector. And I'm so glad to have your company on this journey. This podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purpose only. The content of this podcast should not be used as a substitute for professional advice. Some content can be a trigger to the listener. If this happens, please stop listening and seek professional help. Hello and welcome to our very first episodes of Disability and Aged Care podcast, brought to you by Lev Health, where we make person-centered care in a safe, caring environment easily accessible. The podcast is not really a new thing, but if you have landed on my website and read the show notes, so there is an audio version for that, which is a podcast. And if you have landed on the podcast, the audio version first, I have a website called www.levhealth.com.au, that is levehealth.com.au, where you can find the show notes. My journey in disability consciously started when I was asked to train disability support workers. Disability in itself is not new to me. I grew up in a seaside village on an island. Now you can imagine it's tropical islands to give you a better picture. So in this podcast, I will talk a lot about my islands, my people, you know, because that is how I see see the world. That is how I relate to the world. My It's my incidency corner of the world. And through this podcast, I welcome you in that world. And I hope through this podcast, I can give you a picture and understanding of uh, why I say a person-centered care and what it really means, bigger family perspective and uh, safe and caring environment, what it means from a bigger family perspective and making it easily accessible and what it means from a bigger family perspective. So I'm giving you this picture. So if you have watched the movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, just multiply it 10 times the number of people, the number of dramatics um, that goes on in a family, and you will have some inkling to what I'm saying. I was born and raised in India. And, um, you know, even in that, uh, I was raised in an island. So that is what has been the force in my life, uh, those experiences, those relationships, and through what lens I look at the world, and why caring, and why vulnerable members of uh, the society are important to me. So this is my way of bringing this podcast to you in all this um, to and fro of understanding and you know processing and trying to find the better words uh, to express things. So much is lost in translation. So I'm hoping and I'm wishing that you will get used to my kind of weird in expressions and we will have a great relationship going forward about caring for our most vulnerable community members. 
And now that I've told you about the big family, many of you will understand this thing doesn't matter if you're a small family or a large family. We understand the power of stories, right? Uh, how important stories are. Uh, and it was very important in my life growing up. I come from a great family of storytellers. We didn't have much electricity. So one of the picture of childhood that I remember is... Uh, in the evenings, uh, when you know there's really bright moon, uh, we'd sit outside in tropical weather. I grew up in the edge of the village near the sea, and uh, we would sit outside and we will have coconut uh, leaves and we will make our brooms. And uh, so we all will scatter, sit on the ground, and uh, we used to have one came cart. We used to call it came cart. I don't know what uh, it's like a camping chair but it opens flat and it like has a canvas so it becomes like a bed and uh, on which my grandmother and grandfather would sit and uh, you know the stories will start so one of the story that relates to disability in my life started or is about my paternal grandmother my daddy and she passed away way before we were born even my dad was married so she had a stroke and uh, she was bedridden for two years before she passed away and uh, she was taken care of by her friend that is my mother's aunt Agnes and uh, you know that's what we look for isn't it we have connections we have these little connections that we make and uh, we try and find connections with outer world to you know process uh, information and process our feelings and just for the safety of community and belonging it's nice to belong uh, even in that, that story uh, you know there was a lot of stories and my daddy was not the only one uh, that I grew up with there were so many so many more people around who had disability and over a period of time we will talk a bit more uh, what it meant for us and for me you know, dealing uh, dealing with situations where people need a bit more care. So in my 20 plus years of nursing, and I've been teaching nursing for some time, I'm used to looking after people, right? Uh, and there were a lot of people with the disability. I have acute care experience. I have aged care experience. In acute care, you can understand. We will have it. And uh, I came to Australia in 2004. And since then, I've been working. So I worked a fair bit intermittently and longer period of time in nursing home. And we used to have quite younger people. And I believe we still have quite younger people uh, in aged care who their parents could not look after them. So they ended up in aged care. So looking after people in institution, whether that's a hospital or that's a aged care, is not new. I am used to looking after people with disability in a tailored environment. But the thing with tailored environment is... Uh, that we work with the trained professionals or in-training professionals. But I find that in-home disability care in Australia is very different. And we will explore the why in the upcoming episodes. Next episode, we will cover NDIS, that is uh, National Disability Insurance Scheme. NDIS in itself is not a complete unit. Uh, we will also discuss NDIA and NDIS Commission because they go together in planning and caring for people with disability. So these three work together to bring about better outcomes for people with disability. 
As I started to explore, I realized that there are so many different types of disabilities that I have never even heard of. And then I started to read and, you know, it took me in tangents and I, I needed to really get in and explore and it was becoming hard, but it really opened up so many doors. And then Facebook groups, they were a real eye opener with people talking about their struggles, providers talking about their battle in providing care and people with disability talking about their struggles in finding a provider who can care, who really genuinely cares and gets them and their needs and how they want things done. And in my own line of work, I have met families and I have seen them in action, you know, welcomed into their houses and told their stories and who have openly shared their struggles with overwhelm and guilt and fatigue and hopelessness. And there is a whole new episode that we will talk about, you know, series we will talk about carers. But it has been a humbling journey this far and it has been quite an eye-opener. And after reading and researching and talking to people, many things started to make sense or at least get clearer. This podcast is about sharing my learning and also giving a platform to people who helped me and who have immense knowledge to share their knowledge for greater benefit of the community. When I was a nursing student, many, many, many moons back, <laughs> there was a nun whose job was to walk around the hospital and talk to people. She was so gentle, so soft-spoken, so kind, and she was loved. Oh my God, she was loved. Everybody just waited for her to show up to their foot end, uh, their hospital bed uh, foot end, and she'll always stand at the foot end. Yeah? And she will gently place her hand on their foot and she will nod and she will listen. She hardly spoke. Very few words she would speak unless somebody like running after her and, you know, sobbing on her shoulders. She will speak very less words. But the relief and the comfort you could see in people's faces when she passes through was amazing. Her office was in a basement, one small room with one table, two chairs and a bench in the corridor. I still remember she had a coat pinned there in her office and it read, what do we live for if not to make life less difficult for each other? And somehow this quote have become a part of my decision making and my choices through life. And through the years, I have found myself coming back to this quote again and again and filtering everything I do through this. Now, we can all but try, right? We are not perfect, but we try. And the older we get, <laughs> I don't know about you, the older I get, it becomes for me important to live in integrity with myself and, you know, to think about things that matters to me. And one of the things that really matters to me is this quote, what do we live for if not to make life less difficult for each other? Because it is very much embodies my upbringing, you know, everything. What that really comes to mind is unsolicited advice. And growing up in a family, if you have grown up in a big family or if you have experienced that, you will know everybody is giving you or telling you uh, things. And my mother quite early on in life told me, and I thank the Lord for my mother, very early on told me, don't take offense. If somebody is telling you something, listen, they have a need to say, they are sharing. If they are sharing out of kindness means there is something, they see something in you and 
you know, for your betterment, they are telling it. Uh, and over a period of time, you will come to suss that if they're just saying it or if they're being mean about it. And if they are, you know, just stop and just let it cruise past you, fly past you and don't take it and get negative in return. So, you know, it becomes so, so very important uh, for all of us. And I know the more people I meet, the more people I see, especially in this space, is I find that so many people do care, genuinely care. And quite a few people really need to find a way to deliver that care in a way that benefits a participant. Because it's a movement in its infancy with I'm thinking about NDIS. So, you know, people do care and it is about understanding. I have been very lucky where people have genuinely shared their knowledge, shared their experience and shared their learnings with me. And as I said before, in this podcast, we aim to do that for other people. And as I explored, I learned no one person has all the answers. Some very, very dedicated, and some people are very, very dedicated to looking after the vulnerable population. And now I have met service providers who are zoned in to provide the best possible care. People with disability, their loved ones, health professionals, and caring disability providers, and now NDIS is asking for one thing, and that is competent and caring providers. Learning never ends. And I aim to simplify disability and aged care for those who love to care, but find the jargons around the care needs confusing. And what better place to start than understanding what disability is? We will cover a fair bit of disability before we hop into aged care. And so in the next few episodes, we talk a lot about disability. Do you know that the word disability has no set definition? that holds across the board. World Health Organization says, direct quote, disability is part of being human. As per ADA, American with Disability Act, different laws define disability differently. Here in our lovely country, Australia, especially in education sector, the definition of disability differs between Commonwealth, state and territories. Have you started to scratch your head yet? (laughs) I know sometimes our work is like that, isn't it? According to the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare, direct quote, disability is an umbrella term for impairment of body function or structure, activity limitations or participation limitations. According to Australian Bureau of Statistics, disability is any limitation, restriction or impairment which restricts everyday activities and has lasted or is likely to last for at least six months. Do you understand what disability is? Now, I ask this question because in our field, there are some scientists, experts, and quite learned people out there who understand the jargons. But it's also, you know, common people like myself. I work in healthcare, but there are some of us who don't even work in healthcare. And, you know, the words, the expressions, and English is not my first language, so you can understand it, even though you, some people tell me when I raise it, people say, oh, you speak perfect English. I really don't. What I mean to say is, there is so much I struggle in expressions. And then if I can't find the word, like, I'd like such a struggle that I have to find five words to explain that one thing. 
what a native speaker can explain in uh, two sentence i take five sentence and then there are people i know who don't even speak proper english you know they struggle just because they don't speak english you know and have difficulty does not mean that they are silly or stupid it is just that particular language english has a particular language you know they are not there yet and they will get there so in those terms do you understand what is disability there is another reason i ask this question and we will explore that as we go through the rest of the episode with this question we feel that it's important to begin discussing and understanding disabilities after all one in six people living in australia have some form of disability so it made sense to help foster the discussion on understanding disability before we entered the maze that is ndis disabilities come in all shapes and sizes and can present themselves in many ways meaning they aren't always immediately visible they can be physical that is you know somebody can't use their legs they are in a wheelchair somebody you know lost their arm or it can be sensory you know hearing difficulty or vision impairments or it can be cognitive where people have learning difficulties uh, it can be mental health conditions or it can be intellectual disabilities children are born with certain condition that causes or lead to disability example down syndrome then there is injury before during and after birth that can cause cerebral palsy accidents can cause a loss of a limb or damage to our spinal cord that causes though we may have the limb but we may not be able to use it brain damage due to infection or trauma or drug abuse or stroke or lack of oxygen can render our body useless you know we cannot use it cognitive impairment where learning new things and retaining that information becomes a problem or mental health illnesses that cause a severe disability each type of disability is unique and comes with varying levels of impairment that is how much it affects a person some people may have a mild form some may moderate and some really severe forms whatever the type of disability there are fundamental human rights that should always be respected such as right to life equality and non discrimination and if i may add love and friendship stands there in the same power for me understanding these principles is pivotal if you want to provide advocate support for those with disabilities whether you are a loved one a stranger supporting someone during an emergency or it is a part of your day to day care now let's look at some of these numbers on disability as per australian institute of health and welfare one in six people have disability in australia one in three of has severe disabilities and one in four has mental or behavioral disability if you like to see the survey report i will put the link in the show notes for you to check out the survey numbers in australia a few weeks back i went to the dentist <laughs> after what felt like an eternity and loads of torture in my humble opinion i'm sure it wasn't from her point she was doing what she needs to do she said looks like your teeth have cracked and we'll have to put a plate around the teeth to hold them together after a lot of discussion and threat of dire consequences of what will happen if i refuse her suggestion i gave in I am sure she was eternally rolling her eyes uh, at my stubbornness to listen to her. A problem with I have a dentist and apologies my dentist they'll say open your mouth open your open your mouth open your mouth open your mouth. And sometimes I'm not sure whether they want to sit inside because how much can one open their mouth? 
So she numbed the area, she put the plate in. Afterwards, I thought to myself, yeah, that wasn't too bad. Yeah, thank you. And um, off I went shopping. I turned up at a bakery asking for a fruit loaf. And the words come out all wrong because she has numbed the area and part of my tongue was numb, part of my jaw was numb. It was fairly numb. In my head, there is nothing wrong, but there is a faint sense of recognition that words are slurring and I'm not saying what I'm supposed to say or it is not coming out as I'm saying it. And the shop was busy and it was just after school. And so there were a lot of parents with children there. And on my third attempt, the girl who was serving me, you know, she kind of lost it. She got a bit impatient and her face pinched and her tone became sharp. And she asked me again, how can I help you? <laughs> Few things happened simultaneously. Another girl came out uh, at that and she looked at this girl who was serving me and she frowned. I heard the tone and I was like ready to defend myself. And a thought popped up in my head. Another example of how people with disabilities struggle with what we take for granted. My own husband has speech impediment and I have seen firsthand how some people's face change and even behavior change when he gets stuck or he cannot say the right words. When he is between friends and, you know, he's fine, but it does happen. And most times we find that people are uh, patient and, you know, let him say what he's trying to say. When I first got married and I would uh, see somebody's face change, <laughs> Or somebody, you know, obviously or very subtly being rude to him. I was like ready to fight his battles uh, for him, you know, and slay that mean dragon in front of him. But over a period of time, I realized that he made his way in the world and he continues to do so. He is good with numbers, but struggles with reading and writing. So instead of feeling sorry for himself, he took himself to tape, got his trade certificate and he's doing well. And we see in recent statistics, it shows that with more awareness and support, people with disabilities stay longer in the school system, enroll in higher education, engage in paid work, and hold on to their jobs for longer. At the same time, every individual with disability has different needs. And we already spoke about how the impairment helps different people differently. It affects different people differently. As the survey said, uh, we saw in the survey results that one in three people have profound disabilities. They need carers to meet their every need. You know, in many ways, it is easy to forget the needs of the people with disability when we are not struggling with them, when they are not a part of our family or we are not emotionally engaged or involved with them. Most people with disability can lead a healthy, fulfilling life with proper support where they can execute choice and control just as others do who do not have disabilities. And yet there are others who cannot look after themselves and they need us, us, you and I, to fight their battles for them. After all, what do we live for if not to make life less difficult for each other? So in a nutshell, disability can be of many kinds and affect different people differently. Disability is not always visible. And if you are still here listening to me, we are in the same camp, right? Thank you for trying your best to make this world a better place. 
and I look forward to your company on this podcast. If this podcast has been of service to you, please leave us a comment and share our podcast. It will keep our spirits up and help us reach those who need person-centered care in a safe, caring environment. The notes and the links that I speak about can be found at www.levhealth.com.au that is www.levhealth.com.au If you have a particular topic you want us to cover, please head to our website and fill a form. I look forward to seeing you again. Till then, Shalom.